Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. My reading, my daily reading, it's been a while back. I don't even remember. It's been a while. A while back uh, in my daily reading, I read a verse in here. We all know what chapter 5 is, the Beatitudes. And uh, I read this verse in a different way than I've ever read it before, and it began to grab me. I think partly because where we're at and where we're going through. And uh, so I had to do something with it. Chapter 5 of Matthew, verse number 6. So I won't make you stand long. It's only one short verse, and you all could quote it, really. Blessed are they which do hunger. Everybody said hunger. And thirst. Say thirst. After righteousness. Everybody said righteousness. For they shall be filled. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled heavenly father i'm a servant i'm only a container lord i need your help this morning lord i have studied to shew myself approved i have prayed lord this week all week long studied and prayed sought you for this morning and tonight god I'm asking you, Lord, somehow that you would bring our minds together for the word. Lord, that I might be an encourage and a strength. And something that will propel your people, Lord, along the way. God, in all that we're going through, that, Lord, you are still the head of it all. And there's nothing that happens, Lord, that you don't have a part of because you must allow it even when Satan brings it. Oh, hallelujah. Bless us in this service this morning. In the name of Jesus, I need you, God, and I'm dependent on you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. This morning, if I could just keep your attention a while this morning, I want to preach on this subject. The hungry and the thirsty. Anybody hungry this morning? Anybody thirsty? Amen. I, I really would have almost done something that I, I really didn't have time. And, and I'm afraid that too many of you might have been hungry if I'd have brought some Mountain Dew and, and some uh, pe- or a Pepsi or a Coke or and some candy bars, whatever you know. If I'd have brought Almond Joy or Snickers or something like that, if I'd have held all of that up here, everybody'd have been hungry. But if I hadn't, nobody's hungry. So this morning, I want I want to get you hungry somehow and get you ready for dinner time. All right, Hallelujah. As we began this this morning, hunger and thirst are the keenest. Of our appetites. Everybody said the keenest of our appetites. 
It won't leave you alone. When you get hungry, you're hunting something to eat. When you get hungry, here comes you to the refrigerator. And you're going to check out if there's something in there that you feel like will take care of your hunger. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say. And then there's the thirst. And these two words began to stand out to me, Brother Freddie, like they'd never stood out before when I read this scripture. And I began to think of hunger and thirst and what they really meant. So I began to study and I began to read definitions and I've been studying read definitions and looking at dictionaries and Hebrew and Greek and all of that now for some time. And I've, I've studied it thoroughly. Hallelujah. 2020 has been a year in which all of our lives have been changed. Everybody said amen. If not, your time may be coming. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Thank you, Jesus. I've heard a few that said, well, my life's going on just like it was. I'm going to work and coming home every day. But I'm going to tell you, they can become a change in that. And, and let me tell you this. I think one of the changes has come in the church. And, and you know, thank God that we're able to get in church now. I don't, I don't know. Y'all miss coming in a building? I mean, online, that's great. I'm glad I got to hear the Word of God. I'm, I'm glad for that. But there is something about coming through the doors to the house of God and meeting with God's people. Now, I don't feel like I'm all the way home yet because I don't get to hug y'all. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm there yet, but I'm on my way. Come on, somebody say I'm on my way. We need to be thankful for where we are at. And I'm longing for where I'm going to be, Brother Terry. I know that this is only a start, but I know there is a heaven that's waiting on me. And do you realize this morning that he could come just any day now? There is nothing left to happen that the, he could split the eastern skies this morning and catch us out of this place. Oh, yeah. Scary thought, maybe, but true. Man. For Sister McGee and I, and I don't want to dwell on, on this, but I just want to kind of paint the picture because I'm sure some others has been here too this year. Anybody growing weary? Weary with the way things are? Wear a mask almost every place you go, every store. You know, can't go anywhere without wearing a mask. Can't see your family maybe like you'd like to. Got a, got a social distance. Can't have get-togethers like we used to have. Can't have meals like we used to have. Can't open up the back and just eat and have fellowship, play games. Can't do that. Come on now. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of all that. Amen. But I am hungry and I am thirsty for it to happen. Amen. Somebody say amen. I mean, Mrs. Fellowship in the back. All right. Come on here. You stay with me. For Sister McGee and I, it has been the year of happenings. Everything from car expenses to COVID shutdown in March. Somebody shout COVID. C-word, Sister Sarah. To staying put in our homes for six weeks. Sister McGee and I, we sat in our home for six weeks. Our, our kids did not want us to get out. 
said, you stay in, Mom and Dad, and we'll bring it to you. Well, that's all right, but I'm going to tell you about the six weeks of that. Sister McGee and I had had enough of that stuff. And he said, listen, I appreciate you all and what you're doing. I appreciate it. But there comes a time that you all have got your own things to do. You've got your own life to live. And so have we. And we're getting out of this house. We're going to go do take care of things ourselves that we have to. And the Lord will just have to be with us. Come on. We cannot define, be defined by COVID. We cannot be defined by something that's here that whether we get it or whether I don't. Come on. I've done had it, so. But anyway, nothing says you can't get it again. Hallelujah. But we stayed put in our homes, and thank God for kids that carried everything to us. We're proud of the kids. They're great kids. But we decided that we were going to trust in the safety of our Lord Jesus and put our, our needs in his basket and let him take care of us. And then come along June... And I began to have kidney stone problems, ended up and had to have surgery, and I was down for six weeks. Hallelujah. Never been sicker in my life. I'm going to tell you that right now. Amen. Never experienced before sickness like I had that. At times, not knowing whether I was going to see the light of day or not. Anytime the pastor comes and stays all night, it's bad. I've never had my son to stay all night with me since he's been married, as far as I don't, I don't remember. Not since they've moved out and evangelized. No, I've never, never had my son stay all night, but he comes stayed all night. My oldest daughter comes stayed all night one night. And, uh, but in the midst of all that, I'm not, I'm not going to paint you a dim picture because... The devil meant it for my bad, but Jesus meant it for my good. Come on, there's always a purpose in what God is doing. Remember, he's always doing something in the background that we don't see. Come on, he's stirring something up in us. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Then in September, COVID took care of another 14, 15 days, actually, for Sister McGee and I. We stayed in again. And I said all that to say this. This year could sound like this also to you. I don't know where you've been, but I know there's been times of disappointment and times that, uh, you know, you was tired of staying in. Let me say this. Sister McGee and I have probably been out of church more this year than all the 55-plus years we have been married. Amen. Hallelujah. And all the... All the 62 years plus that I have served God, come on, have been filled with the Holy Ghost. I have not had a year like this. Oh, glory. And the year is not over yet. I want you to remember that. Hallelujah. But what I'm saying, we can make this bad or we can make it good. Now, I don't know about you, but when I, when I step through the church house doors and come into this house, I want to praise God. Not, not that I didn't feel it at home at times. I felt it, and I got down in my chair. I began to pray, and we prayed at home, and we felt the presence of the Lord. But there's something about getting in the house. I know I'm moving around probably too much up there. I'm not used to this stuff. 
Hello, Facebook Alive. I'll try to stay here. It's, it's hard, Brother Zach. It's not me. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. We have got, amen, to worship the Lord while we have the chance. Now, I don't know, but we've just started. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm enough believer that I believe that since we've come through those doors, Sister Sheila, you keep on coming to the front. Come on now. I know sometimes that feels lonely up here, but I'm going to tell you something. If we'll keep on praising the Lord in the midst of this, come on. If we'll worship when Brother Mason says, would y'all lift your hands, maybe it wouldn't hurt if we just stand up and worship a little bit. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's not let this thing define us and say, okay, they were apostolic until COVID come along. I'm telling you, I'm still apostolic. I still feel the presence of the Lord. There's times that I still don't want to sit on my seat. There's times I got to worship my God. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a sad thing. But I, after all of those 55 years of us being married, I want to tell you one thing. I'm still blessed because the Bible said, Blessed, blessed are they that do hunger. I'm going to tell you, it's not stop Sister McGee and I's hunger. We still want to come to church. When it was time to open up, I was ready to be here. When I had COVID and I had to stay at home after it was all over, I was ready to be back to church. Come on, church. I'm ready to be here. You know why? I want to be in the presence of God's people. You may not understand this, but we feed on each other. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I'll get back over here. You can see me maybe. Hallelujah. We feed on each other. And whether you know it or not, the minister that's behind that pulpit, he feeds on all of you. Whenever he feels that worship and praise coming back, it does something to his ministry. If you want to make him preach hard, then you just start standing up and say, Woo, Lord. Every now and then, just shout hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. If we would do that, church, not only just for the pastor's sake, but for God's sake, if we do that when we come through these doors, instead of let I know, yeah, we got seats and it's all, but I'm going to tell you something. We can still worship. I don't care if you have to do it in your pew. We need to get up and worship. Come on. We need to praise our God. He is worthy of it. Come on. He's worthy. He died on the cross for us. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sad part about it, we're still hungry. and We're thirsty after righteousness, right living, right things. Somebody say right things. See, what bothers me is, is COVID, many, COVID has taken away our appetite for right living in the house of God in many cases. You know, there's some that's still out that we can't seem to get back in here. I've talked to some of them. Come on, church. You know why? Because after you get out and, and, and you get used to watching it on uh -huh, the live screen, you know, and you get to be in your pajamas. All right, I'm going to get down there right where you live. I know you're not kidding me. I've done the same thing. Come on. 
You didn't have to get up as early. You could just flip it on and you could watch it. And you got used to the bed. You got used to the rest. Come on now. And pretty soon you've lost ground with God. Come on, I'm telling you, separating brings you to a place in God that you need another dip. I don't know about you, but I lost some ground. Come on, church. How many lost ground? Come on. I'm bishop, but I lost ground. And I didn't like where I was at, Brother Mason. I still want to get closer. I've still not gained everything back. Church, have y'all gained anything back? I know you ain't because I can tell by the way you worship. Come on, that's true. We, we might as well put it right in perspective, me included. Come on now. For a while, you was even afraid to walk to the front. Come on, you didn't want get, to go get prayed for. My goodness, love to get COVID, you know. Lord, help. But you know what? I come down to the place and I told my wife, I said, dear, we got to get over this junk. And you know, you know, it's a bad thing. You don't want it. You really don't. It's, 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 it's a sickness. It's a sickness unto death, or it can be. Hallelujah. But we're blessed. God has helped us. He helped us to help me through it. But I'm going to tell you something. We need to get things straightened up in the house of God. We need to figure out that we're still coming here to worship. We've still come here to praise His name. Come on. And every time the church doors open, if I'm up to it, I need to be there. Come on. Hallelujah. And if I'm up to it when I come through those doors, and I know many times you come through the doors and you're tired and you're weary, if I'm up to it, I need to worship. Come on. If I'm able, I need to get up and praise Him and glorify His name. Oh, if we could just think back of all the past and what He's done for us. Come on. Ah, yeah. Some of you have been sitting in here and you wasn't supposed to have kids and you got kids now. Some of you were lost and now you're found. Come on now. Hallelujah. Some of you, come on, were once sinners, but now you're saved by grace. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you had afflictions in your body and now you haven't got them anymore. Come of, some of you was by, battling cancer, and here you are still here, church. I'm telling you about a God that has not changed. He's still the same. He's always the same. He's not left us. We've left him. Come on. Ah, he wants us to worship him. He wants us to praise him. Come on, church. Oh, he wants us to praise him. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get sick of watching TV, watching the news. COVID this, COVID that, all COVID, 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 COVID. My wife's sick of hearing it. We just shut it off sometimes. Just after, after we hear what the weather's got to say, off she goes. Come on. But I've heard this said, Brother Freddie, and it makes me aggravated every time I hear it. They'll come on and somebody hear somebody say, well, if we'll just follow science, they'll fix it. I want to tell you, science ain't going to fix this. I want to tell you, God's got it. He sent it, the devil brought it. Come on. This is all about God. He's got it in his hands. I want to tell you that. Oh, and the only way we're ever going to get rid of it is for God to say it's enough. 
Huh. Woo! I'm telling you, they can try to find a vaccine for it, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm not sure it's going to come. All right, you know what? God might come first. This might be our new normal before God comes. Are you ready? Come on, you're going to let, you're going to let COVID come on. You're going to let COVID define who you are as a Christian? Are you going to let COVID shut your praise and your worship down when you come to church? Or are you going to come in here and say, I'm going to praise Him anyway. I feel something, and I'm going to praise my God. I'm going to worship Him just like I've always worshipped Him. I'm not shutting down. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. They may have shut the church down, but it's opened up now, and it's time to worship. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. 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 We as Christians must keep on coming to church and keep on praising and worshiping our God. Hallelujah. Because Ephesians 3 and 20 and 21 says, Now unto him that is able. Everybody said able to do exceeding. You know what exceeding means? That means above everything. <laughs> Abundantly. That's just a whole bunch. Above all that we can ask. You can't even ask what he can do. You can't even think what he can do. He's bigger than all of that. So that means to me that he's bigger than COVID. He's bigger than the shutdown and the church. He can open it back up. Just like it always was, only better. And you know what's up to us, whether it opens up better or worse? We can get excited or we can sit on our seat and just let it go on by. You can get home, you can go home feeling just as dead as you come if you want to go that way. But I want to tell you something. When I come, I want to get refreshed. I don't know. I've been out of it too long for a while here. Hey, I, I've been at home too much. I want to re- be refreshed. When I come to church, I'm ready to hear you all worship because I want to worship with you. Come on. I don't care if you've got to worship here and you've got to worship over here and a few up here. I don't care if you've got to self-distance or what you've got to do. We need to let the voices of the people of God heard. Satan needs to hear us worship. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, glory. Hello. Hello, Facebook Live. I'm back. Thank you, Jesus. You can't see me, you can hear me. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to notice verse 20 there, Ephesians 3. Do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. But notice, and nobody wants to read the last part, according to the power that worketh in us. If you're dead, all this stuff ain't going to happen. But when you get on fire with God, everything and more that you thought would happen is going to be greater than you thought. The blessings are going to be greater. You hear me? I said the blessings are going to be greater. The thing that you've been praying for all this time. Come on. Sister Cox, everything you've been praying for, God can answer. He can do it. I said, he can do it. All the things that we've been praying about, Sister McGee, our children, he can do it. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm going to tell you, people are getting interested in God that's never been interested in God. 
I noticed y'all see. See, I know. I remember when we first opened back up. I think the first night there was a, there was like a, a several people here. First night opened up, there was several. I don't know, like fifty people, fifty-two, something like that. People here the first night. I think this first or the second time we had church. It was right there close to the first. You know why? Because there was excitement. And we, got, we come in here, and we didn't come in like we left. You know, instead, we come in here and kind of settled in our seat, Brother Mason. Sung the songs, but didn't get into the songs. Come on. We let the preacher preach, but we didn't get into the preaching. Therefore, the music and the song didn't get in us. The preaching didn't get in us. And if we're not careful, it's still not going to reach us if we don't do something. Because God has called every one of you as members in particular. Everybody said particular. You know what? You're a particular member and God deals with every one of us in a different way. Each one has got his place in the church. And without you, this church will not be successful without its members. It's a member body. Come on. It's got more than just legs, you know. It's, it's got more than just eyes. But, but there is parts of the body. And we need to find our place in the body of Christ. And we need to function in that place. And before long, we'll see God do something. Hallelujah. Verse 21, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. In the church by Christ Jesus. In the church by Christ Jesus. It's not by us. Come on. But it's by Christ Jesus. We're in Him. It's in Him that we live and we move and we have our being. Come on. We all got to get in Him first. And when we get in Him, that He'll get in us. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Unto Him be glory. In the church by Jesus Christ through all ages, world without end. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to turn this morning just, just, a, just a scripture in Psalms 42. Psalms 42, 1 through 4. Let me, let, me, let me read what David had to say about this. He says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Anybody feeling that way? Anybody felt that way for this year? Since about March, you felt that way? My soul thirsted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before? Oh, glory, God. My tears have been my heart day and night. While they continually say unto me, where is thy God? Come on, they're questioning David, where's your God at? Where's he at? Come on. I'm telling you, the world is looking now to something greater than they have, and they're saying, where's the God of the apostolic church now? You know, if they would come in our service right now and sit down, I wonder if they'd say, this is not what I expected. This is, this, I expected this to be different. I expected to see worship. I expected to see praise. I expected to hear more than anointed singing and anointed preaching. I expected a, a worship. That was anointed. Anybody remember the anointed worship? I remember at the second church going to the basement and pray. I remember coming up those steps and church has already started. Come on. People prayed till church time and then we, we really had church. Come on. 
I remember here, everybody was excited and we come into this church, we come out of the prayer room still worshiping the Lord. Come on. You know why? Because we's ready to have church. We need to come in the doors ready to have church. Come on, I need to come in and ready to worship. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I remember these things, David said, verse 4, I pour out my soul unto me, in me, for I had gone with the multitude. Come on now, he's, he's talking about a little past too. He said, I had gone with the multitude, and I went with them to the house of God. I went with them. With voice, with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept the holy day. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Allow me to share this morning. If, if David thirsted, he said, I thirsted and my soul panteth after the water brook. He said, my soul panteth after God. I'm thirsty for God. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. Hallelujah. He said, my tears... I'm crying because I want to be in the house of God. I want to be with the multitude. I want to be with God's people. I want to come in and fellowship with them. He said, because I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I've come to worship. That's what we come for. This house is to worship in. Hallelujah. I want to share. I want to share the dictionary with you this morning. The Greek and the Hebrew and. All the others, and I've been studying dictionaries. I love dictionaries. I've got a whole office full of them in there, all kinds of them. Hallelujah. Hunger in the Greek is piano, which means to pine. Everybody said pine. To famish or to crave. In the Greek... Thirsty, the Greek word is, well, that's two, two words it comes from. Dipseo, which means to thirst literally or figuratively. Not too much to say, just pretty well tells us. You know, hunger and thirst means the same thing, only one's for food and the other's for thirst. That's true. They really mean the same thing. Amen. The dictionary says to yearn for, to hanker for. That word isn't used very much anymore. Got a hankering for something. Or to pine for. Says a strong desire for, or wishing for, or often striving to attain. A eager and restlessness for something. A painful longing for. Everybody said painful. Come on, if you get hungry and thirsty, there's pain in it. If you really get there. Unsatisfied appetite for. You ever, everybody say unsatisfied. I'm unsatisfied. I don't like where I'm at. I want to get farther than I am. I'm ready to have church. I'm ready to see you all worship again. Come on. I'm ready to see somebody run the aisles. I'm ready to see some of you ladies lose the bobby pins again. Come on. I'm ready for worship. I'm ready for a hold down. Glory. 
It's a painful longing. It implies an insistent or impatient craving or compelling need. Craving and compelling need. Craving and compelling need. A need. Everybody said need. Hunger denotes famine. I, I don't know about you, but I don't want a famine of the word. I, I don't want that. To pine, oh, let, me, let me take a few words that's in there. Pine in the Hebrew is malkeg. It means to melt. It means to dwindle. It means to vanish. And I heard, and I don't even remember where I read it, but in all of my reading of one of the people in there, it seemed like it was a commentator, says pining means you're pining for something you can't get. But I got news for you. That's not so. What I'm pining for, I've got access to. Come on. I said what I'm pining for and what I'm desiring, we got access to. We got access to God. I think the problem is right now, sometimes he hadn't got access to us. He can't find where we're at. He, he's trying his best to pull us, out, pull us out of this, and we just won't get up and worship him. We won't, we won't Brother Terry, we won't, just, we won't just let him know that God's in this place. Come on. We need, we need to realize that he's already here when we walked in the door. Come on. He's, come on now. It's him waiting on us. We're not waiting on him. He's already here. Whether you know it or not, he's preparing this place so when we come in. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pining to shrivel, to wither, to disencate, to dry up. To hydrate, to drain emotionally. And now what he's wanting to do? And now what COVID's done to you? It's drained you emotionally. And in, in the text, in textually, vitality, and you've become dried up in all of this. In all of this stuff, we have allowed the enemy to drain us of our vitality. When you watch the news, it drains you. It will. We pretty well just quit watching it. Now, who wants to hear all that every night? Every, every time the news is on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew Henry says it like this, and I like it. He says, thirst is the desire of drink to refresh. Thirsty is a desire of drink to refresh. It's something to refresh and lift us up. Oh, Paul associates hunger and thirst with weariness and pain. There's, there's weariness and pain in what we've been going through. But I'm going to tell you something. It's, it, there's coming a day that we're going to have church. If I don't have it here, I'm going to have it up there. Come on, if he calls me out of here while all this is going on, he may do. He may just call us out of here and let it go ahead. Come on, he could do it. He can call, call us out of here and let this go ahead. You know what it is? It is everything that is wrong now is COVID. That's right. You know, 
The mail's late. It's because of COVID. The shelves are empty. It's because of COVID. Prices are high. It's because of COVID. People's laid off. It's because of COVID. Business is failing because of COVID. Can't visit her family because of COVID. Staying home from church because of COVID. Can't worship when you, when you go because of COVID. Come on. Can't fellowship because of COVID. Losing ground spiritually because of COVID. Weight loss because of COVID. Gain weight because of COVID. Nerves are shattered because of COVID. Nerves are shattered because of fear. Come on. My Bible said only the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Not the fear of where we're at. And if we are not careful, we will miss heaven because of COVID. That shakes me a little bit when I think about it. But there is some people I'm not, I'm hoping and I'm praying for them that they'll come back. But there's some that I haven't seen. And there's some of them that I've only seen once or maybe twice. I don't know about you, but that worries me. Are we going to let this thing take us to hell? Or are we going to say, I'm going to move past where I'm at. And I'm climbing back up my ladder. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to bottom out in this thing. I'm going to worship. Come on. Hallelujah. You know what? You can't miss church. Or you can't have, make a steady diet of that or you're going to lose ground. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have been. Hey, I don't care if I have been serving the Lord for over 62 years. Had the Holy Ghost for I can't help it if I have. I'm telling you, I can't miss church. Sister McGee, we can't miss church. My wife, we've sat down at our table and began to talk sometimes at mealtime and start crying because we ain't in church. I don't know about you, but I miss church. I miss you all. I'm praying for you all. When I ain't here, I'm praying for you. In the, in the wee hours of the morning, I'm telling you, the last few weeks I've spent some wee hours of the morning praying for you. You know why? Because I've seen some lose ground and it bothers me. Some of those same people that we've prayed through is now losing some ground, and I'm scared they might fall out if we're not careful. Can't get a desire to come back. Come on. Others' family has kind of, you know, put the clamps on them, saying, you do, you do, that. that's a hot spot. You don't need to go to church. It is a hot spot. That's why you need to be here. Oh, yeah. This is a hot spot. This is where the Holy Ghost is, Brother Mike. This is where the Spirit of God moves, and we got to get in His presence to feel it. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can feel it at home, but it's not like being at church. It's not, being, it's not like when we all get together and start praising Him. Come on. It's not like when you see Sister Rhonda dancing backwards. She's got a good reverse. Come on, church. You hear me? I said, it's not the same. There's, there's something different because when you see others get blessed, it blesses you. Oh, yeah. It does. Yes, sir. Yeah. I like to hear, I, like to, I used to like to see my mother-in-law paddle in the old boat, row, row, row your boat. I like that. I like to see my father-in-law dictators. Amen. I love that. 
I love seeing my mom, my mom stomp the old floor over on that side in the first church, about the second pew. She, she, she stomped a hole in that floor. And that's all right. We repaired it. No big deal. Hallelujah. Come on, church. But it's time for us to get this back. We know, come on. I said it's time to get it back. Oh, I better hurry. This would be a two-part sermon if I don't. Hallelujah. Everybody say right things. He said those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, right things. Philippians 4, 7 and 8. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. One of my favorite verses. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things that are true, whatsoever things that are honest, Whatsoever things that are just, whatsoever things that are pure, whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things that are of a good report, if there be any virtue and there be any praise, think on these things. Come on, we need, we need to think, get our thinking turned around. It ain't always going to be this way. Come on. It's Come on, what, what we come in here right now and experience, it's not always going to be that way. It's going to return because the Spirit of God ain't going to stay away if we'll worship Him. If we'll praise Him. My wife keeps looking at me and grinning like, what are you doing out here running around? You need to be up there behind the pulpit. I'll hear about it later, I guarantee you. Glory. Let me go back and drop back to Psalms 42. Jay, you don't have to go there, guys, but I'm just 42, 1 through 4. What it does is David is describing, he's describing where we have been all year, mostly, since March. Because David was cut off from the worship and community, and it done something to him. He said, I'm longing for it. I'm, I'm longing for it. I'm longing to, I'm, believe it or not, I was, I was longing to see you, Sister Sarah. Well, it was. Brother Terry, I was longing to see you. Sister Rhonda, I was longing to see you. It's so good to see everybody come back in the house of God. It's, it's so great. So great. You know what? It's family getting back together again. There's nothing like it. I mean, we miss seeing our family. It was a great thing when, when we'd get to see them. It's a great thing. Even, you know, Father's Day was different this year. Mother's Day was different. We had a drive-by. You know, all our kids drove by and waved at us, you know. A few of them come and we social distance outside. We seen them from a distance, you know. And they, we, we, we met a little bit. And then the next, then the evening, then some more of them come. They didn't all come at once. Come on. It's been different. It's all going to be different. Thanksgiving's going to be different. But it ain't going to keep us from thanking him. Christmas is going to be different this year, but it won't keep us from it won't keep us from celebrating Jesus. In fact, if we'll start celebrating now, Christmas will really be Christmas. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to let you out here after a while. David was feeling distant from God's presence among his people. And he longs for the intimacy he feels when he's gathered with them. In David's time, there was only one true place to worship, and that was the temple. 
This is why we have a church together together. And so each can have a part in the service. So each can do his thing because this body is many members and he brings them all together. And we all got our thing to do. Some of you worship different than others. It's not all the same. I'm not like you. You're not like me. Aren't you glad? Uh Thank you, Jesus. Let me remind you. A church body is not a body without members. And it will be successful only whenever member participates. We got to participate. If you want service, if you want a great service tonight, come through the doors worship, and I may not even have to preach in. Won't even have to. I, it, it wouldn't bother me if during the music, Brother Jerry, Mason, it wouldn't bother me if just somebody get up and shout the glory down. It would not bother me. That'd be fine. I jo- I'll join you. Hallelujah. But we cannot let this define who we are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to remind you something. I don't want you to forget. Let me remind you to hunger and thirst after righteousness is a lifestyle. It's not a pastime. I said it's not a pastime. For somebody that's got a relationship with God, it's a lifestyle. It's something you live every day. Hallelujah. It's the only thing that will satisfy. What I'm trying to say is we cannot let COVID define who we are. We must realize we have a God that is bigger than it. He's bigger than it. Let me read my last scripture. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. I guess this is one of my favorite Bible verses too. And let us consider one another. I need to consider where you're at. And consider where I'm at. We need to consider one another to provoke. Everybody said provoke. That means that we need to encourage unto love and good works. We need to, we need to somehow preach to that person that they need to love and they need to live right. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is but exhorting one another. That's, that's a strong word. That's preaching. And so much more as you see the day approaching. We're there. We're there. Now I'm closing, but, you know, there was people in the Bible that hungered and thirsted. Esau was so hungry that he traded his birthright for a bowl of pottage. David ate shoe bread and gave it to his men, something that was only be, supposed to be eaten by the priest. Jesus was hungry after he was tempted of the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. And Satan tempted him. And angels come and fed Jesus. They ministered unto him. David was thirsty for the waters of Bethlehem. He said, if I could just have... 
a drink of the waters of Bethlehem. They've been in a, in a battle and he'd become weary almost because of thirst. He said, if I just had a drink from that well up by the gates of Bethlehem. Three of his men heard him and they broke through a host of Philistines and they brought David back a drink and he would not drink it. He poured it out before the Lord because men had went there threading their life to get him a drink. Samson was thirsty after he had killed 1,000 Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. And the Lord, he was hollering about being thirsty. And the Lord hollowed out a place in the jawbone. And the same one that he had used for war, he used for refreshing drink. Let me tell you something. We may be in our problems right now since March. And I believe it seems like it's going to be this way all year. I don't know. Maybe part of next year. I don't know. I'm going to tell you something. The same thing, the devil meant this for our bad, but we can use this for our good. But Mason, if you come, if we could stand this morning, Hallelujah. I feel like this morning could be a good time to turn around, to make a turnaround in our life. I don't know about you, but I've been seeking God. Bring me back to where I was and take me farther. How many how many's lost ground during this? How many's gained it all back? So that means we're all in need this morning. While Brother Mason sings something, this altar is open. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.